Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Let's go to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, standing by the brand new head coach at Conway High School for football, Buck James, joining us. And coach, it's going to take some getting used to talking about you associated with Conway, not Brian after all these years, but uh, welcome. Thanks for coming on with us. Justin, I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys having me on the show. and uh, It's going to be hard for me to adjust to. I think I've said Brian Hornets about ten times when I've been trying to talk about Conway, so it's not going to be easy for anybody, really. So, everybody's curious, what precipitated the move? You've had so much success, five straight championships, you got it rolling down there. What was uh, intriguing about the Conway opportunity for you? Well, I think it's more the challenge than anything else. I mean, you know, I guess people ask Nick Saban why he left LSU to go up to uh, Alabama. I mean, I asked uh, Justin Acre why he left Channel 7 to go to 1037 to Buds. It's just an opportunity. It's uh, it's something that, um, you know, is intriguing to me. I think it's a, a challenge. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, a great opportunity and, uh, you know, just something that uh, I felt like maybe it was time for it and just wanted to see, you know, what I could do. And, you know, I still uh, – you know, love Brian. I love the the players. Uh, I love the uh, uh, the administration and our parents. And our parents did such a great job of letting us coach their kids. And really, it's just uh, it's just a business move. That's uh, really the biggest uh, part of it. Well, if you're going to compare it to my career, I was nudged out by Channel Seven. Believe me, I, I saw the writing on the wall. That was not the case for you, I'm assuming. No, I, absolutely not. I, you know, I mean, uh, Dr. Walters, our superintendent here, is uh, by far one of the best superintendents I've ever worked for and one of the fairest ladies that, uh, you know, I could ever imagine working for. And uh, she was uh, super. And, uh, you know, the administration was good to me. Uh, you know, it has nothing to do with that. It's just more of a, a professional move than anything else. Can you explain what the last 48 hours have been like for you? Uh, drinking water out of a fire hose. <laughs> uh, exactly. That's it in a nutshell. I, you know, I I did not expect it to happen as fast as it did. I didn't expect social media. Uh, really, uh, 1037 The Buzz reported it before I even talked to our people and told our people we were going to do it. And, uh, you know, it was, um, you know, it, it happened way fast. Uh, I didn't, I've got more text messages and phone calls than I did in the last uh, five state championships combined. I, it was uh, an unbelievable uh, uh, source of news, and uh, everybody wanted to tell it. And, uh, you know, I hated it. it came out as fast as it did. But, uh, uh, you know, it is what it is in this social media world now. We hear a lot about college coaches sitting down with their players. With school being out, how difficult was it to get the message to them or to have any kind of interaction with your players, Coach? possible i mean uh you know our kids have off this week and so i didn't get to do anything like i wanted to do it uh you know i mean you know big time college football has agents who who handle all this and the one one thing i am is a terrible agent and uh, <laughs> I, I, did, I didn't do a very good job for myself but uh, you know the kids you know don't deserve to hear it from somebody else our parents don't deserve to hear it from somebody else and our administration sure doesn't and you know, that's sort of what happened. But, you know, somebody gets a wind of some news and then it runs, and the next thing you know, it's the truth or it's, uh, you know, it's uh, viewed as the truth. And a lot of times that's not the case. 
Well, in relation to that, I want to ask about uh, the ring situation. I'm sure you've seen all the talk on social media because that was part of the you know the story for a lot of people when they were reporting this was that uh, you've got a unique policy when it comes to giving championship rings that may have drawn the ire of some parents or some of your players from Bryant. Can you just kind of tell us what your policy is on that and, and what uh, maybe a little bit of the, the confusion or the concern was over that? Well, I really don't know what they put on social media. All I'm on is Twitter, so I don't see all that stuff. So, you know, I don't really know. But, you know, we we have the same policy we've had for five years. And, you know, all we ask is uh, parents and kids to come and sit down and talk to us and discuss what's going on and let us know. If they don't do that, then they quit the wrong way. And, uh, you know, that's that's really the nutshell of it. I mean, that. And nowadays, everything wants to be handled on social media and uh, emails and text messages, and nobody wants to have a face-to-face com- uh, conversation. It's nothing we haven't done for the last five years. It's uh, uh, We've never had anybody gripe or complain because they knew where they stood. We, we talked about it in parent meetings. We talked about it in uh, uh, players' meetings. We talked about it. Uh, it's understood by everybody, but some people... Uh, don't want to live by the same rules everybody else that does, and they want to get on social media and they want to uh, say whatever they want to say, and then everybody wants to follow in on that and, and, and treat it as the gospel. But you know, we love our kids. Uh, you know, we want them to be better for themselves. We want them to do the best thing for themselves. But in the same same uh, fact, you know, we want them to be upfront and have a conversation and let us know what's going on and let us in the know and uh, do it the right way. So just to follow up again, I, I'm just going off what I was I was told or read, I guess. So that's why I like to get it from the coach's mouth. It's it's good to get the clarification. Then we'll move on to some other things. But um, well, I was told the policy was if you if you don't stay with the off season program that you don't get the ring. At what point if a kid walks away from the program after a championship season, um, does that change? If a guy who doesn't want to play football again, or if he wants to focus on a different sport or anything like that, what what's the policy on that for you? Obviously, it's worked well. We just ask them to finish. That's all we ask them to do. You know, finish the right way. You know, they don't have to play football. We had kids that did it the right way. We had kids who finished. Uh, we had about 10 kids who finished the season, did everything they were supposed to do, uh, finished out, had the conversation with me. They got their ring. You know, it goes back to conversations. It goes back to doing what you're supposed to do and doing it the right way, not just rolling your own and doing what you want to do, but doing what everybody else does. The only way a team works, is make a team do what everybody's supposed to do at the same time. No no different on offense or defense or special teams. If one guy wants to run outside the lane and not make the tackle, then that hurts the whole punt team. And that's all we ask our kids to do is do it the right way. Talking to Buck James. our parents the same thing. Yeah. Sorry, Coach. Talking to Buck James on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Uh, move to Conway. You know, look, it's pretty easy to understand other than you had it rolling so well at Bryant. I mean, it's a program that's been pretty close. And, frankly, you your team at Bryant – didn't probably help their cause in trying to win a state championship. How close do you feel like the team you're inheriting is to having a chance to compete for a championship? Four or five plays away from playing for about uh, three or four different state championships over the last 10 to 12 years. And, you know, they're close. Uh, you know, I thought Bright was close when we came here. You know, uh, you know, it's, it's unfair to compare two programs because one is, you know, won 54 games in a row in five state championships, and the other one is, uh, you know, probably won seven to ten games a year for the last ten years. So, you know, they're both good football programs. Uh, you know, one guy's not going to fix it. It's going to take the whole community and the team and, and uh, 
uh, the assistant coaches to make it work. It wasn't just the Buck James show here. We had great kids. We had great coaches. We had parents who let us coach their kids. And, you know, if we can do that there and get the mindset that w- that I want and create, then, you know, we have a chance for success. But there's no there's no easy way to being great. Uh, and and our, uh, our communities have got to understand that coaching is still not something that's played on social media or uh, highlight tapes or uh, whatever on social media. It has to be something that they go out there and do in the weight room and they do on the practice field and that they uh, work to get to be the best they can, and that's a collective group of guys to do that. With everything you've gone through the last couple of days, you may not feel rejuvenated right this second, but do you think this move will, uh, not that you were slowing down or anything, but do you think this is a move that will kind of give you a, 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 another little kick in the pants and get you going for another five, ten years? Well, I hope so. I hope it does. You know, I mean, like I said, I wasn't unhappy here. Uh, you know, I still have the energy, even though I'm getting to be an old man, I'm still a young guy at heart. I still understand kids, and I still understand what, uh, what they want, what they need. I, I get all that stuff, yeah, but I'm old school enough to know that, you know, you've got to play great defense. You've got to be fundamentally sound. You've got to be in great shape. You've got to be strong. You've got to work at being a good athlete. And, um, you know, uh, hopefully uh, we get a great buy-in. Our kids want to be uh, successful. Uh, I'm leaving a really good football team here at West. I mean, we've got nine starters back on offense. We've got six on defense. Uh, the cupboard's not bare, and I have a great coaching staff. And so for us to get where we're at right here, right now, we've got to do a lot of work. And, uh, you know, the challenge is big. I mean, I, I like the challenge. It, 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 it refreshes me. It rejuvenates me. You know, it's just that I'm the only one there, and I'm getting there in June July instead of getting there in January February. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a lot of transition, but – I'm excited to be able to work with the kids. Uh, that's what I love the most, and, and, and kids is why I'm in this business, and I'm going to do the best I can, and hopefully it'll be enough. Coach, give me a few of your high points on the transition. I'm curious about that. It's been a minute since you moved schools. What are the things that are, are key in your mind to, to getting settled in there and getting things moving quickly? Well, I've only been there one day, and I talked <laughs> to the administration and the coaches and the players. You know, the transition is the hardest thing just in, in, in high school football because, you know, they got, nobody's sending a big moving van down here and, and paying for me to move and selling my house and buy another house or I have enough money to buy another house and do all that. So, you know, being a high school coach is not anything equal to what a college coach goes through. So, you know, the transition from here to there is going to be very painful. Uh, but, uh, you know, and then the getting it started is, is always tough. But, you know, uh you can't have, you can't, uh, you know, enjoy the fruits of uh, success if you don't have, you know, a little bit of time down there in the plow and the ground and stuff. And, you know, it's just part of it. It's part of being a high school coach. People think it's the same thing as college coaching, and they look at it the same way. But the money's completely different. The uh, the, the the frills and the uh, all the extras are different. And, uh, you know, we have to go to work every day. We have to teach classes. We have to mow fields. We have to wash clothes. Uh, you know, being a high school f- coach, you know, is only good when they when you win championships and uh, your kids do what they're supposed to do and they do it like they're supposed to do it. That's what makes it fun for high school coaches. No doubt. Coach, well, listen, uh, best of luck to you. I really appreciate the time. We will look forward to talking to you as we get closer to the season. Hey, guys, I appreciate you having me on. You better Thanks, take coach. care. That is Buck James, Conway Wampus Cat football coach.